I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And uh, we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And then Dr. Alessi will be coming in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. We have four lines wide open on this beautiful Saturday morning. We understand why it's beautiful out there. But if you have to have if you have any kind of computer problems, we're here to help you out. And there, you know, over the past 23 years, we realized that eventually all the computer problems will be solved. And if today's the day, that's great. We're excited. However, I doubt it. Um, no, because they're coming up with new technology, and that changes the whole paradigm. Constantly. So uh, we did a little more research on Rick's question. Again, Rick is a unique person in that he put down his cell phone and wants to put it away so that he can actually be productive. And what he wants is to have his iPhone's text messages communicated to his computer so that he doesn't have to keep looking down at his Apple device or whatever. It could be an Android device, too. And... uh you know, get tech neck, you know, breaking your neck looking up and down at the uh, phone. And all I can see is that you need a common intermediary. And the only common intermediary that comes to mind is Cortana. So Cortana is the Microsoft equivalent of Siri or Google Assistant. And she's built into Windows 10. She is. And Apple does allow for a Cortana app on your iPhone. So if you configure the Cortana app on your iPhone, it may offer some level of bridging to maybe talk to your Cortana, Cortana, <laughs> banana, banana, whatever, on your computer and may give you that information, uh, but it may not. We haven't played with it, but it's the only interf- it's the only way we think that could occur. We haven't found anything else um, because generally these devices are designed to keep us addicted, right? You're, they don't want you to put them down. And they're not going to make it easier for you to put them down. That'd be just crazy, right? So maybe that'll work for you, Rick. But uh, feel free to get online. We have uh, four lines wide open, and we'll do our best to help you. The computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. While we're waiting, we've got some news for you. This one tickled Bob. Yes, my buddy Bob Ross. He has a – well, he's passed on, but – but Bob Ross is a famous painter uh, that you'd find on public television. Public television, yes. Doing With oil paintings. happy little trees. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. And he showed people how to paint, and he really showed how easy it can be mm-hmm. if you have that talent, which I do not. Me neither. But my lovely dear wife Yes, is. she does. Uh, she's incredible. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But anyway, Bob Ross toaster burns happy little face on your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> this it, is true. This is real. This is real. Okay. So if the bread from your Darth Vader toaster is starting to look too dour, you might want to happy things up with a Bob Ross toaster instead. Just as it promises, the appliance burns a portrait 
of painter Bob Ross and his famously fluffy hair onto your breakfast. <laughs> the toaster comes with comes from Uncanny Brands, which yeah. has a license to make weird Bob Ross products. Uncanny also makes a Death Star popcorn machine. Nice. Star Wars BB-8 waffle maker. Always good. And other assorted pop culture novelty kitchen appliances. Mm. But just how accurate is the toaster's rendition of Bob Ross' beloved host? Oh, it looks just the like The joy him. of painting? Yeah, it looks just like him. Gift Guide site Oddity Mail posted a video of the toaster. <laughs> and you can click on the link. Go to computertalkwithtab.com. Yep. The name of the show.com. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gift Guide site uh, Oddity Mail posted a video of the poster in action. Man. The resulting amorphous image could pass for one of Ross's happy little clouds. Nice. The toaster might be uh, as artistically skilled as uh, Ross was, mm -hmm. but the colorful illustration of the painter and his work on the outside will at least brighten your morning. The $40 toaster is U.S. only at this time, so international <laughs> fans of Happy Little Trees are out of luck. Instead, you can trip out an episode of The Joy of Painting as filtered through the psychedelic mind of a neural network. The funny thing about this, though, in the, in the age of the selfie, that if you just think about it, wouldn't it be you know the most narcissistic approach to life to actually be able to configure your toaster to print your own face on your toast? <laughs> I mean, if they can do Bob Ross... It's coming where you'll be able to do a selfie. Coming and, to a toaster near yeah. you. <laughs> and here you are on your toast eating your face. How much more narcissistic can you get? <laughs> and you're happy about it. Um, I don't know. As long as it's a smiley face. Yes. You've got to have happy little faces. Of course. Of course. So we'll put that up there for you. All right. Good to see your calls. Got Chip in Winstead next. Hey, Chip. What's up? Morning. Morning. Hey, we, yeah. this is a hypothetical question. Sure. Imagine you're imagine you're a person that watches Cody. Yeah. And imagine that you need to upgrade your laptop. Yeah. Does the configuration of the laptop, the pen, the speed of the processor and and such, does it have anything to do with your viewing, you know, the 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 you know, the status of Cody coming across the screen? Yes, it can. It can. It now, contributes it, to YouTube and to any kind of video display on your computer is going to be dealt with by your video card and the processor and your bandwidth, all those things. Well, that's because right, I didn't know whether to spend a lot of money or a little money. On buying a computer that could run Kodi? Yeah. Well, understand this, um, and you probably do understand this, Kodi is, being, is used primarily to steal signal, right? Yep. And I, again, we're not the cable TV police here, but eventually, like all these services, like Napster and all these services that were designed to do this, it will cease to exist. And yeah. when you're dealing with this type of technology, you are playing with the dark web, right? You're you're looking at offerings from people who are offering the video from the dark web, which means you're dealing with the bad guys. You're opening up the door. You're opening up the door. You're loading software. A lot of times... They're going to have little payloads in there for Chip and Winstead that are going to do more to your computer than just give you free TV. They're going to either steal your identity. They're either going to have your computer doing crypto mining. They're going to do other things. Listen, if they stole my identity, maybe my credit score would go up. <laughs> <laughs> all right? So that would be all right. That'd be okay with I'm, you, that I'm Chip. All, I'm all on board with that. All right. Well, all I'm um, saying is be careful. And uh, I would recommend not doing it, but... 
Well, to I, answer I watch, your question, that's where I watch ten movies a year. Yeah, it's not like I watch ten movies a week. I hear you. You know, and uh, I watch ten movies a year. I'm getting ready to do something about my computer. Yep, and, and that is one of my, you know, my, one of my questions. Sure, sure. Well, and um, I, it is going to impact the performance of your of your video watching. Get a better machine, you know, an i five processor or better. Um, Eight gigs of RAM minimum. Eight, eight gigs of RAM is a good idea if you can afford solid state on the hard drive. Do you have, do you have a suggestion as far as value? Because I really stopped. You know, I used to be kind of involved in this and looking, but I've had my laptop now for ten years. Nice. Because I don't do anything. I don't bank on it. Yep. I use it basically to connect to my television. All right. Yeah. And, if you spend eight or nine hundred bucks, you'll be fine. Okay. I mean, ten years. If you're going to go that long with it, you've got your money's worth. Yeah. There's been a million gigs of porn come across it, and it's still running. I can't figure oh, it out. <laughs> and you're yeah. running XP, right? I, 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 no. You I upgraded. think it might not be 10 years old. It's probably, uh, Windows, I think it might be Windows 7. Yeah. Windows 10. Well, that's Windows 10's current. Windows 7 is getting up there in age. All right. So, yeah, I think it was Windows 7 when I, was when I picked it up. And, All right. and the truth is, if it still is running. And yeah. I, I lost the video card, so now I plug in. I plug it into my TV to do my internet and my email. Okay. But thank you very much. I enjoy the show for the last 27 years. <laughs> Our pleasure, Chip. Thanks for listening. All right, All right bye-bye. But I do got to warn you guys. I mean, you got kids out there. That, that Cody system is definitely being used to steal copywritten material. And uh, because you're dealing with folks that are offering you this stuff for free, quote-unquote, you're playing in the dark web. And uh, you're you're opening yourself up to hackers uh, because you're dealing with this stuff for free. So if you know, if you find that your kid is watching a new release movie on his computer that's still in theaters, he's or she is in the dark web, and these kids don't realize the dangers of playing around in the dark web. According to Wikipedia, it's pretty much legitimate, except that you get down to uh, the bottom. It says. Cody has attracted negative attention due to the availability of third-party plugins for the software that facilitate unauthorized access to copyrighted media content, right. as well as fully loaded digital media players that are preloaded with such add-ons. Right. The XBMC Foundation, which is the company that makes Cody, has not endorsed any of these uses and has taken steps to disassociate the Cody project from these illegal products including threatening legal action against those using its trademarks to promote them. Right. So, yeah, the, the software itself is not, a, is not illegal. It's how you plug in to it's it the, the illegal connections. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're not, we're not trying to vilify Cody. It's those, those plugins. And you download those plugins from where? The dark web. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, don't let me tell you we didn't warn you. So we're going to step out for a quick break here, get back to your calls. Uh, we got three lines open for you. The calls are starting to come in. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We actually found an article, a recent article, about Cody and the arrests that were being made in in um, in, in England, um, they also talked about how one in ten Canadians is stealing 
content. And you always thought the Canadians were such nice people. But uh, they'll steal content just as fast as anybody else. And uh, we'll put the link up here, though. But this guy was 57 years old, got arrested, right, thrown in jail. And he was manufacturing Cody set-top boxes that had all the bad stuff pre-configured for you, right? And for 100 pounds. 100 pounds sterling, whatever that is. Um, and uh, then whatever happened there, he said the, the, the article talks further about the fact that the way these guys even make more money is by working with the bad guys. What's the what's the quote there, Bob? Uh, Did you still have it? You just read it. No, I got it right here. Yeah. Fact said criminals behind digital piracy often make the content freely available illegally to bait a large number of visitors. Right. They can then make money by charging other cyber criminals to put malware on a site, which then which can then hijack a user's computer. Right. The fact reported port cited one study that looked at U.S. content theft sites. Yeah. The research found in one in every three websites exposed users to malware. One in every three. Okay. Yeah, that's Fact a lot. Fact added, internet users who visited content theft sites were 28 times more likely to get malware from those sites than from legitimate websites or content providers. So and look, that's only a small piece of the article. Right. So look, you, you deserve what you get, right? You're playing in the dark web, and if you find your identity stolen and your bank account empty... I'm not shedding a tear for you because you're 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 feeding these guys. You're feeding these guys your ignorance, thinking you're stealing something for nothing. Even the bad guys, it's not free. You're the commodity, you ding-a-ling. They're going to put the bad stuff on your computer and take it from you that way. Actually, it's just, come on. Actually, they're, Nothing they're is free. charging you for the box. Well, there's that. So they're making money, They're making too. there, the, the guy who's manufacturing the box, but the, the free quote-unquote free content, is not free. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you think it is, but it's not. When you do this, and you know you do this, yeah. there's an old saying. Mm. When you lay down with dogs, you're going to get fleas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so be careful with this stuff. I'd recommend not using it. And here's a good example. Uh, but it turns out one in ten Canadians, those pleasant folks up there in Canada who you know, do nothing wrong, one in ten of them are doing it. Um, Guys, again, you get what you deserve there. Um, you steal it, you're gonna you're gonna get nailed. Let's go on to not to mention. Eventually, they're gonna shut it down the same way they did Napster, the same way they did all the other sites where you stole the music. Um, you're gonna have to pay. Remember those kids that were getting arrested? <laughs> the parents are like, "Why are they getting arrested?" Well, they're sharing a hundred thousand songs on your internet connection. Let's go to Gene in West Hartford. Hey, Gene. Hi. What's up? Um- I have two questions. One is um, the the gonetspeed.com. Yeah. Um, but so I looked at it. It's actually, it's funny because it actually made like our neighborhood um, email thing. Yeah, great. Out. So somebody sent it out saying, sign up for it. Please. And they gave you, they give you um, the, they give you the URL and stuff. Yeah. But the question I have is, so I am one of those that basically... Because I have a security system, I have to use, I use Frontier. Okay. Because I've never been able to really uh, successfully use a digital. Okay. So, um, but I also don't understand, does, would this do it for the cable too? Would they offer cable? So what they're offering is broadband. And both DSL and cable is considered broadband technology. Okay. So you, yes, they are synonymous. However... Go NetSpeed is massively faster than both and and half the price and will lock it in for your lifetime. 
Okay, but then when they say sign up for it, so isn't this still the same one that you had to have it in your areas for sure? You in do. In order to do it. And in West Hartford, you've got people that are getting it. So what you're telling the company is, we're interested. Bring on the fiber. Everyone needs to do this to get more competitors into our neighborhoods. And most of these companies only need 10% of the population to make it economically feasible. And you win. You're, you're going to be able to punt the big incumbent providers out of there. And all of a sudden, the rest of us who don't have it are going to have to be offered better pricing to stay. Okay. And so if I go out there and do that, though, because I, I'm not quite sure, does that mean I'm immediately signed up for no, that? No, no. It just means you're interested. Oh, okay. And they'll respond back to you and say, okay, Gene, well, hopefully more of your folks in your area All sign right. up. Okay, and you should encourage that's them to. That's kind of what I wanted to know because I didn't understand that it was really a ready-to-go product yet in this area. Well, I, well, I think we've seen it in West Hartford, Hartford, New Haven. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for them to come to Bristol. Me too in Southington. Okay. Uh, go get, get online and tell them you want it. You know, these incumbents do not care about us as customers because oh, they don't that. have to. <laughs> They don't have to care about us. They can charge whatever they want and give and us whatever they service they want. And it just keeps going up and up and up. It's just really ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I just, like, I throw up my hands. Well, bl- blame the 40-foot pole. Basically, government has gotten so involved and ingrained in this that they have walled off competition into franchises that say Cox can work here, Comcast can work here. They can't compete against each other. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah. I'd be like, Tab can only work here, and you're, I'm the only IT provider in this spot. You know how much I could charge you for that? Yeah, a lot. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be driving a couple of Teslas. As much as what they're charging us right now, where our only choices really are Comcast and Frontier. Exactly. So you get competition, all of a sudden the price yeah, goes before down. Before, we only, we didn't even have that. But the yeah. point is, is that instead of them charging an arm and a leg, maybe they'll only just charge us an arm or a leg. Yeah, well, they're still it's very competitive. And again, net neutrality is not an issue. Now, all of a sudden, you don't have to worry because you have competition offering you the services rather than somebody promising you not to throttle you, which they're not doing anyways. Okay. So, Gene, right. go I, for it. And I have a second question. Yeah. And so this is related to now I have a new car that now, and I had Bluetooth before in the other car, but this car now is like a brand new, so it's got all this other stuff. Yeah. It doesn't have the, um, I didn't put in the um, direction stuff. I didn't put in the navigation. Okay. All right, and I didn't, I didn't care about the navigation because I've always used my Garmin, which okay. I really liked. All right. And uh, suddenly I misplaced my Garmin, Uh-oh. and I can't find it at all. So I, I, um, I'm tempted to go out and buy a new one. The, the thing that I like about the Garmin is that basically I can keep all my addresses in it yeah. and stuff. You and, can do that with your phone. But when I travel... You know, when I travel somewhere, because I travel out of, if I travel out of state and I even fly, I take my garments so I can throw it into a yeah. rental car if I yeah. need to or yeah. whatever. Sure. So, um, but now, so if I run the programs that they talk about, either the regular maps that's on my, my, um, on my phone, yeah. or if I run uh, Waze, I don't have Waze, but I could download that. Yep, you have 15 seconds. All right, okay. So um, is, am I using a lot of data, though? Not a lot. Almost almost uh, nothing to even worry about. Okay. Check it out, Gene. You'll like it, I promise. We'll be, right. we'll be right back. 
And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. And I just wanted to finish up Jean's question because she just got it in before the few seconds we had left at the bottom of the hour. So she was curious about Waze and how much data it would use. So as you guys know, I'm a Google Project Fi user. So my phone costs me $21 a month um, for voice and data based on what I use because I'm very uh, aware of how much data I use. And my Waze app is one of the most commonly used app on my phone as I drive all over the place to talk to our customers and, and uh, I'm always on the road. I use about 100 megabytes of data using Waze. So it costs me a month, a month. Yeah. So that costs me pennies. I mean, it, it costs me a dollar a gig. I'm sorry, $10 a gig, uh, from Google project five. If I use that and I, so that's a buck. Exactly. <laughs> so it just costs me a dollar to use Waze and in data. And again, my monthly cost for my phone is around $21 on average per month. And, uh, so Waze is barely using any data at all. And it's awesome. So if you didn't use Waze, it'd be a it, it would be twenty bucks. My my phone actually would be fifteen if oh. I didn't use any data because it's, we're part of a plan. It would you know, be fifteen bucks <laughs> to sell like that for my phone. I'm telling you, Google Project Fi is an amazing service. And you turn on the data saver, you know, you jiggle the handle on your data there and stop that thing from <laughs> flushing right out of your wallet, and uh, you'll you'll. It's great service too. It leverages multiple cell services. Um, I mean, I'm I'm in I'm in church basements talking to my clients where they say, "Oh, Eric, you're not going to get cell service in here." Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so worth checking out, but you're not going to use a lot of data when you use Waze. Very, very little. Let's go on to who's next. John and Tallinn's been on the longest, but we have no idea what he's calling about. What's up, John? Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. I have a couple questions. If you can help me, we'll try. First is kind of generic. All right. Um. In 2014, I bought a computer after I cleaned my older one to death. Okay. So um, it had four slots to put the old. I put the old hard drive in the new one, so now I have two hard drives in one computer. Yep. Okay. Do they still make computers like that? <laughs> yes. Yep. You can put multiple hard drives in machine in your computer. Okay. Sure. And what about um, this? What do you call it? A solid state hard drive? Are they all going to be like that now? Not all of them. No, we 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 use mixture of hybrid drives and solid state drives in the machines we build for our customers. What is the advantage of one over the other? Price. So okay. a hybrid drive gives you a lot more storage and similar boot speeds to a solid state for a lot less money than a pure solid state would would give you because a solid state's expensive. Well, solid state, you're getting performance though. You got to understand you're the paying extra the extra money for the extra performance because right. it's so much faster and it goes by the bus speed. Now when okay. you talking about I'm, I'm going to get a little technical but there's like two types of uh, ssd drives okay and one of them goes through um, the sata interface mm -hmm. and it's just like your normal um, interface that you would use on any hard drive mm -hmm. right and it's pretty fast mm -hmm. but then there's the type that goes through an interface that's built into the motherboard that would actually be screwed down onto the motherboard that's even faster okay and that's just just like a little chip that you screw down on yeah. So uh, okay. you can get the two different types. So it depends on what your motherboard supports, that, okay. what kind of speed you're going to get. Yep. Okay. Well, my concern is that an old original or what do, you, what do you call older hard drives that say well, five, ten years old? IDE. IDE. Okay. So that's actually a disk it's spinning a around, right? Yes. Well, SATA is too. So disks are still spinning around. We still buy disks these days. 
Okay. 7,200 so, RPMs, 5,400 RPMs, right, yeah, 10,000 so, RPMs, 15,000 RPMs. What happens if that disc stops spinning? It's a bad day. It's called. It's going to start clicking. It's called dead. The click. The, <laughs> yeah, right. The so click of death. I, I thought solid state meant no moving parts. It yeah, does. It okay. It, although it fails too. Pardon me? It'll fail too. It'll just fail oh, different. Oh, okay. It'll fail differently. All right. Well, that's, 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 thank you for, uh, come, you know, making that clear. Now my real question is, Yeah. I have a six-year-old uh, Windows 7 with a six-year-old QuickBooks on it yep. that I use mainly just for QuickBooks. It's not on a lot, um, and it rarely goes on the Internet. Okay. But lately what happens is when I start the computer, if I start the QuickBooks, it might start hard, take a long time, or it might run for a while and then it freezes up. Mm-hmm. What I found was is that if I start the computer and you go to the Windows Task Manager, it says uh, there's QuickBooks Update and QuickBooks QBW32EXE. Mm-hmm. If I right-click and end process tree on both of those, then start the QuickBooks, the QuickBooks would run, most of the time would run with no problems. So do I have something fighting each other, or is it just a matter of old age? I think your uh, QuickBooks update is trying to take over. It's trying to put an update on, and it's probably pretty old, and it's part of the programming. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking, because in computers, six, six years old is ancient, right? Yep. If you got six years out of a computer, you've done great. Okay. Um, it's kind of a done thing. So I agree with Bob that the update's trying to happen. It can't. It's holding up the machine from the software from actually coming up. So you you almost want to bring up the software and then maybe kick off the update to try to get current. Well, I think the way it's designed is the update is designed to update it before it opens your app because it can't update the app if the app is open. Mm-hmm. So it has to close the app in order to do the update. So right. the update comes up. It's, on the boot it's up. set up in your startup, correct? Right. Yeah. So it that starts? it comes up and it says, uh, it t- it tells the app to to wait until the update is done. Right. Which and is not working so well. So th- when you kill them and you kill them both and then you start them again, you're starting just the app and the and not, update's not happening. Yeah. Yeah, but what happens is when I do that and then start the app, the the two will come back into the Windows Task Manager. Really, but it won't. But it won't interfere. They won't. Well, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing that it comes up and gives you a notice saying that there's an update available. Mm, I don't remember seeing that. Not from not from uh, Intuit exactly. Okay. I mean, I get other. The what do you call it? The Windows HP update. wants to right wants to update, and Windows anytime is on now. Yep. I and, think you definitely want to consider then updating the software when you just to choose to do it. So you go to the utilities aspect of the program and see if you can update it manually. Well, yeah, they keep wanting to sell me the late this year's version. Sure. Which again, it you know probably would be the best thing to do at this point. Update the, yeah. the computer and the the software. Right. And then have the most current and have a new machine and then that'd probably be the last one I'm gonna need in here. Maybe. For what I'd you know, small business, so Yep. Um, all right. Well, thanks for your help. Anytime, John. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Sometimes the update is required. You just got to go ahead with it. Should I get one more call in here, Matt? Okay. All right. We're going to go to uh, Lou in Simsbury. Hey, Lou. 
Lou, you there? Yep, I'm here. Oh, what's up? Um, so I, I work, I volunteer for a nonprofit, and we're running an event next Saturday. Yep. And we're going to have about 10 or 12 volunteers who are going to be using credit card swipers on their smartphones. Yep. So my question is we have the lowest order of Comcast business Wi-Fi here in this location. Mm-hmm. How many simultaneous connections can I have for these people? Yep. And then if I can't get enough, do I attach a physical router to the Comcast router to get more connections? No. Or do I up the speed? So what, what is your speed now, Lou? What, did you say? what would you uh, say? 25, I That's think. fine. To do processing of credit cards, to do how many people are going to do the swiping? Probably 10 or 12. You're fine. We do the same thing for the music of the night in Southington for our marching band competitions. And uh, we connect two of the schools, Wi-Fi, and it works great. So if you have a, if you have a need to expand your credit card usage, I would, con- I would ask for somebody in your group, if they have unlimited data plans, like a, a Verizon plan or something like that, to open up their own yeah. cell phone Wi-Fi and connect those people directly uh, to that. You, you follow yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Last, well, yeah, we ran this event last year and everybody was using, we didn't have Wi-Fi. And the, the problem is, is that the event is held kind of in an industrial area. Yep. So when you get 25 people pinging whatever cell tower, that's fine. But when you get a thousand people on site, it screws sudden, that up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, also tell your, your volunteers then if you're going to use the service, the, the, the local Comcast service to make sure they do not connect. So even in our program, we say, look, guys, don't connect. If you're not doing any credit card swiping, turn off your Wi-Fi. You're going to volunteer to flip burgers and stuff? Turn off your Wi-Fi. We don't want you to connect to the school because you're going to do exactly that effect. Oh, yeah. I'm changing the password. And there you go. To 12 people, Perfect. So. Then you should have no problem, Lou. 12 people, 25 megabits, not a problem. To process credit cards, okay. not a problem. You're not using a lot of bandwidth for that. Okay. So, cool. Good luck on your event. What's so the much. event? The event is uh, Dog Star Rescues Bark and Brew. Um, so we're a dog rescue. Nice. And uh, it's held at Thomas Hooker Brewery next weekend. What? Can you bring uh, so, your dog? Uh, I don't think you want to bring your dog with a thousand <laughs> people and unlimited alcohol. <laughs> Just figured I'd ask. <laughs> I'm sure that, I'm, I was the only one that was thinking it, I'm sure. So yeah. you're probably yeah, right. We, and then we're, we're going to cook about 600 pounds of pulled pork. So um, Awesome. It's... it's uh, from a dog's perspective, it's probably a pretty uh, target-rich environment. Yeah, heaven, um, heaven. But, uh, but uh, no, we prefer you didn't bring your dog. Sounds that good. Sounds good. like three or four pigs to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. All right. Good luck, Lou. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Our pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, you can, you can do the credit card processing with very little bandwidth. We're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. We've got a couple lines open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is uh, Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Dr. Alessi's in the green room getting ready to help you out with your health advice there, getting you a second opinion on that health advice. So it's always a great show. Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to John in Windsor first. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, John, turn on your radio. Hello? Hey, turn your radio down so you're not going to hear yourself. Okay. Uh, John from Windsor. Am I the right John? You're the right John. (laughs) Okay. Okay. what I wanted to find out about is called extra PC, 
with uh, a Linux system, USB. Uh, it runs on a thumb drive. Is that a good product? Uh, you, yeah, you could always boot off a thumb drive into a Linux environment if you wanted to. You'd have to tell your computer to do it. So you're, I can hear myself in that background there, John, so it's going to get really confusing okay, for I, you. I'm out of the room. Okay. Um, but the answer is, yeah, people use it all the time, especially geeks, to boot into uh, a different environment on their computer. Um, what are you going to use it for? Well, basically to uh, make my computer faster. In fact, it was on Facebook, and it says, don't waste money on a new computer. Extra PC will make your computer run faster. Ah, okay. Are you a geek, or are you just a regular person? Are you part of the common uh, ruck, or are you a, are you a nerd? Uh, no, I, I'm a nerd. You're a nerd, okay. So if you're I'm a geek... I'm a regular nerd. Yeah, if you've got the technology <laughs> background, yeah, you can always boot into a, a Linux environment and find yourself maybe faster. Uh, go ahead, Bob. Say so it's kind of running your uh, running this uh, virtual, like a virtual PC. It's running on on memory, right? So you really don't uh, get to save any anything. It's just running. It's good for web surfing or email or something like that, right? But and then the uh, advantage of it is, is if you get a infection, you know, it can infect your computer because you're starting off with a new boot every time because you're not writing anything to uh, your hard drive. Yeah, so you can play with it, and if you've got some skills, it doesn't hurt you. It probably is free, too. You've been able to yeah, do this no, for a no, long time. $39. Oh, really? Okay, well, 39 bucks, and you're a nerd. $39, yeah. That's nothing for a geek, you know. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> so, well, what anyway, the heck? Uh, they also claim it could uh, re, you know, help uh, old computers come back. Yeah, because they're going to be running in a virtual environment versus running on the hardware locally. And they're not using a hard drive. The hard drive is typically the slowest component. In an old machine. In, a, in an old machine, correct. Yeah, so they are, they are, okay. they are generally so technically it, correct. It's not one of these fantastic fake products. Well, I don't think so. I think it'll work for you, and you, you can try it out. And There's going to be limitations to it, um, but yeah, what the heck. They've, Linux has been able to do this for years and years, Yeah, where you could just – it just uh, – Runs as a virtual PC, you know. After it's booted up, you can pull that stick out. You know, it okay. still runs because it's running in memory. Mm -hmm. All right, so John. Can you use it on more than one time on a different computer? Yeah, you can boot up on any computer. You just got to set the BIOS to boot to USB. Yeah, the BIOS has to be smart enough to allow for that. If it's really old, it may not be able to do that. Oh, I see. Okay. You just got to tell the BIOS the boot order has to be changed to USB first, then hard drive. So I'm graduating from a geek. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty nerdy if you can make it work. Okay, well, thanks, guys, and have a great day. You too, John. Bye. Bye-bye. There's a little thing to try. Um, let's go on to Anna in Glastonbury. What's up, Anna? Hi, it's Anna Marie. Sure. Thank you for taking my call. I have two questions regarding the Project Phi. Yeah. Number one, what phones are, can you use for that service? Well, the, easy, the best place to find that would be on their site. Uh, but they list the Pixels. They list some Nexus. They list some um, Motorola's. Um, I think Samsung's coming on board with some phones that'll work. But you have to go check a look at that. It's seamless, which is kind of neat um, in that you don't have a specific hardware SIM. It's a software SIM. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can get the same um, rates even if you're overseas. Oh, okay. So it's really great for traveling people. All right. And my second question is, um, 
how would I get the information that's on my current phone transferred to this new phone? Is it an Android phone now? Yes. It'll simply transfer. Really? Yep. By the phone number? You can do it. Some of it's smart enough if you've got the Google system backing it up. It'll actually bring it back over for you. Okay. Others, the phone itself, when you buy a Pixel or something like that, will have you plug in a cable in between Mm -hmm. the phones, and you simply transfer your software and your pictures and everything yourself Mm -hmm. right over. Um, It's very easy to do. Mm-hmm. I've done it on five phones in my home. All of my, all of my, my whole family is on Fi, and my kids are paying their own phone bills because they're only twenty bucks. <laughs> That's right. Well, how, how, what phone do you use? I use a Pixel Two, the Google Pixel Two, and the and, Pixel Three is coming out. That? Oh, I love it! Okay. How can you beat, you know, twenty plus dollars a month, and on a premium phone that does everything I'd ever wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I got money left over to take my wife out to dinner now. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of giving All it to right. Verizon or some other big cell company. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And if I could just ask one other question, I caught the tail end of that broadband conversation you were having. Yeah. What is that site that? Uh, we put it up on Computer Talk. It's Go NetSpeed. Go it's NetSpeed. a compa- there's uh, there's a lot of other fiber companies that are coming, but Go NetSpeed's there. Uh, Sci-Fi is coming to East Hartford. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a quasi-municipal arrangement, uh, you know, any alternative out there than the big incumbents is going to give us some alternatives to actually save some money. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate your help. Have a great day. You too, Anna. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anna Marie, that is. <laughs> Our call screen doesn't have enough room for like the whole Anna Marie name. More speed and um, a lower price. And the key is they're not going to charge you for data usage. So in the case of this GoNetSpeed company, it's a lifetime, I think it's 50 bucks a month for 100 megabits with no data caps. It's really the data caps that are going to get you from these other companies. The bandwidth doesn't really matter. You don't need 100 megabits. You can do a whole lot with 50 megabits uh, for a family of five in my case. Um, It's the data caps. When they start charging you per gigabit, and this company is not, as long as you are in that residence, that price is the same forever. That's the way to do it. <laughs> and then, of course, the incumbents in that area are going to say, "Well, geez, we're losing a lot of clients here. We're going to have to do some competing." Finally, but I want to thank you guys for joining us on this uh, lovely Saturday morning. Everything's posted over at computertalkwithtad.com, the name of the show.com, which also works. If you go to Facebook and like us on Facebook, it'll get to your newsfeed, and also at Tab Computer Sys on Twitter, it'll be there as well. So Mike G's posting all that for us. I want to thank Matt for producing, and Dr. Alessi's up next. He's going to give you a second opinion on your health advice, so stick around for that. Um, what's going on here? We've got Texas, uh, got a good football game coming up as well, right? Coming up, Matt? There, is there a football game coming up? Three, three, three o'clock? All right. So we'll be stick around for that. You got Texas AM taking on Alabama, so have a great one. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 